Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. Through Christian believers' concern and their eagerness to help others, the kingdom of God spreads. Now here we are in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, where we are seeing that several churches had joined together to help their own circle of friends and in their own city. But now they were reaching out to even go beyond, outside of their realm. So we too look at this scenario before us and see that as a church, as a Christian organization, we can do God's work and increase the Christian unity and help the kingdom of God grow in a national and international level too. We're in 2 Corinthians chapter 8, where Paul the Apostle, writing to these believers about this giving, is picking it up in verse 5. We read, This was not as we had expected, but first they gave their own selves to the Lord, and to us through the will of God. So we urge Titus that he had made a beginning before so he would also complete in you this grace. Now, Paul in 5 is speaking about the church in Macedonia, or rather the churches in Macedonia, that they, even in their poverty, had given of themselves and above and beyond their comfort realm in order to bless this church in Jerusalem so very, very far away from where they lived. Now, some people, I think, well, they find it easier to write a check, uh, which kind of runs contrary to our, I guess, logical thinking. But those same people are oftentimes quite reluctant to give of themselves, quite reluctant to break a sweat, quite reluctant to get their hands dirty. However, I want you to notice that that's where the Macedonians started. They first gave themselves to the Lord and then gave themselves to these fellow believers. The financial giving came after they had already given of themselves in heart and soul. G. Campbell Morgan says, Contributions to the work of the Lord are only valuable as they are the gifts of those who are themselves yielded to God. Now is the time for the Corinthians to step up as the Macedonians had. Now, not just in word, but in action. The grace of giving was to be completed by these newly, well, we would say rejuvenated believers. These newfound grace, newfound peace that had come into that church in Corinth. Their faith was now to play out in action. (laughs) Literally, they were being asked to put their money where their mouths were. Verse 7 says, But as you abound in everything, in faith, utterance, knowledge, all earnestness, and in your love to us, see that you also abound in this grace. Now the church in Corinth, we know already, abounded in so many spiritual gifts. Now it was time to exercise faithfulness in this area too. I think a lot of people will wonder why the power of God is so small in their lives and why their faith is so weak. Often, it's because they're holding back in this area of their spiritual walk, or even perhaps another area, but they're holding back on God is the point. Romans 12, 13 says, Contributing to the needs of the saints 
and given to hospitality. Galatians 6.10 So then, as we have opportunity, let's do what is good toward all men, and especially towards those who are of the household of the faith. 1 Timothy 6.18 That they do good, that they be rich in good works, that they be ready to distribute and willing to share. And lastly, Hebrews 13.16 says, But don't forget to be doing good and sharing, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. You know, our giving must be based on love, and our love is proven by our action. Love cannot be known unless it is demonstrated by deeds of compassion and giving. Real love demands real sacrificial life. In fact, there is no love unless there is sacrificial giving. This means sacrificial giving not just of finances, but even of self and time. Going on to verse 8, it says, I speak not by way of commandment, but as proving through the earnestness of others the sincerity also of your love. For you know the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, that though he was rich, yet for your sakes he became poor, that you through his poverty might become rich. Paul clearly was not demanding this giving out of this church. And true faithfulness True faithful giving, it can't be forced. It can't be coerced. It needs to be practiced out of a willing heart. Otherwise, it's just going to be meaningless and it's going to be without blessing. Such a sacrifice is indeed a test for us personally. I think many of us can be so right on in every area of our Christian walk, except for this one, because money has become our God and we're unwilling to let it go. Jesus, however, he was the supreme example. He gave all that he had and all that he was. There was nothing left on the table. He held nothing back. I know, this certainly runs contrary to the prevalence of comfortable Christianity that is so widely propagated in America today. But no one says that we have a corner on the market when it comes to faithful Christianity. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit believerstogether.com.